Shuffle. Shuffle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Kill Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm Donald. I'm Dylan. And that was Darude Sandstorm. Yes, you're not going to experience that today. <laughs> um, this is a podcast where myself and Dylan will usually go over between sort of three and five new releases. Yeah, that's how it goes. We talk about them, we give you some pros, some cons, and um, a score at the end, and then we'll talk about one quote-unquote classic release or like an older an older album we want to talk yeah. about for one reason or another yeah or old by our decade standard yeah exactly <laughs> since, it's, since it's on, we're almost out of the the aughts what is yeah what is the oldest album we've done on uh in that section uh what do you mean like like have we have we have we done anything that was like 80s or earlier 2000 we've gone 2000s yeah with, with, we've uh, gone back we've gone back to the 90s that much I do know because we did Fantastic Planet for our first one but yeah that could be that could be the latest wow we need we need to start digging back a little yeah. bit further in time but anyway yeah um, so what we've got for you this week is the new album by Primus, The Desaturating Seven. Yes. Um, I think it's called Nobody Loves You by yeah. Bliss mm-hmm. or No One Loves You. Um, the new album from Marilyn Manson called Heaven Upside Down. Yes. Uh, a Finnish band called Grave Pleasures with their album Mother Blood and a band from Antwerp, Belgium called Diablo Boulevard. Yeah, Belgium. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the name of their album? Their album is called what is it called? Uh, zero, not zero dawn. Zero, uh, zero hour. hour yes, zero hour. Yes. Sure, sure, sure. And then we're going to take a look back at the, uh, <laughs> I would say divisive um, yeah. 2013 album, yeah. the left turn. art pop by Lady Gaga. Yeah. So that's that's that's, that, a, that's, that, a, that's a term for it. That's a smorgasbord for you right there. Yeah. You couldn't you couldn't ask for more variety in terms of a lineup. Um, okay, cool. So. As you, as has been the case the last few weeks, you've got a ton to go through. So, mm. is there anything come up this week, Dylan? You want to chat about before we dig into the the reviews? Ah, uh, no, not really. Cool. Yeah. I went to see Rotting Christ last night yes. in uh, Dublin, and it was really, really good. Thick <laughs> with gothy doom. Yeah, like like many people came in full on corpse paint, which I oh do really? Wow. Oh yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Cool. oh yeah, properly done and everything. It was cool. You don't see that in Dublin much. No, which you I don't. appreciate. You don't. Um, no, it was, it was an awesome sold out crowd and a great band. So yeah, Sweet. we covered them a few weeks ago, and we may do we may do so again in the future. Yeah. All right. So we'll just begin with a curveball. Yeah. Primus. Primus. You you kind of know Primus. You've watched South Park. You've heard the intro theme song. That's that's that is where my relationship with Primus it. begins, and it's also where it ends. <laughs> you know, um, he gets through customs for just like no cost, no pretty much for free. Claypool. Yeah, because he's like. Do you know me? I did. I did the Zappa theme song. So is he not? They, they are American, right? Uh, Canadian. Canadian. Are they? I, I think Cl- Claypool's Canadian. I think. Okay. Some of them are. Anyway, I think they're sort of based out of San Francisco, but they could be ex. Yeah, you know, they, they they could be uh, immigrants, okay. or whatever. But yeah, that's um. So Primus, that's yeah. They they they've been around for, like, I want to say over thirty years at this yeah. point. And this is their first album with the original lineup okay. in twenty two years. Cool. So they're three decades in and. This is them kind of returning to not to form, but to the band that started it. Yeah, yeah. And do you think that just to like kick things off at it from a place that people will know? Um, so obviously Primus are the guys who did the South Park theme. Yeah. That yeah, or Claypool, Claypool did. Yeah, is that is is that a is that a an accurate representation of uh, the type of stuff that Primus do usually on their albums? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Car- uh, like South Park is cartoony. Yeah. Is a cartoon, and they are... A cartoony band. Yeah. They're not too far... Yeah. I, w- I, would, I would say they're... What I was surprised by is that their music is a lot more influenced by sort of 
uh, fruity prog then in like, this one more so it maybe. almost sounds like they, they they took whatever like country influences and like country and folk influences are in that that theme song and then yeah. replace them with kind of rush and other well, you, you could almost say king crimson you can almost stuff. say that about their earlier stuff could you yeah okay like they took some turns to become a little more rocky okay then they t- then they had a break for most of the 2000s came back with green naga hide that was pretty good mm-hmm. a pretty regular return then in 2013 they did um like their own version of the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory soundtrack but in their style oh wow so as cartoony as you could make it for them and now this which is a seven track song or seven track album based on a uh, children's book from the 1960s yeah called the Rainbow Goblins I can't remember (laughs) remember the guy who did it Um, some Italian it's an Italian guy but yeah it's it's based on these goblins who want to um, ensnare this rainbow by like creeping up on it, by like making having a huge plan and creeping yeah. up on it in these this field of flowers, then as it so happens, they get tangled in the ropes and drown in, in this water. Yeah, and these and th- these flowers suck up their essence and, st- and just fly away into the sky. It's so trippy. It could not be more it's prog. So trippy. It could not be more prog if it tried. But each track is following each chapter. Yeah. So that's why it's seven songs. Yeah, and right. So it's a little weird. And even a little weird by Primus' standards because they haven't gone this full prog yet. Like, yeah. this is almost Rush level prog. Rush is, like, so, yeah, Rush is the main uh, touchstone, I would say, musically on this. Yeah. But then, obviously, you know, it's Primus, so you got to throw in the early Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, it's, you, if you think Rush with Flea on bass, that, that kind of describes the... Yeah. The... The more up tempo sections, like that quote unquote heavy. I mean, it's not that yeah. heavy, but the quote unquote guitar sections. Yeah, or like um, I would say Les Claypool is the best bassist on planet Earth. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And he he's done so many side projects, and to see him coming back to this, it, but bring his main man to it in a different direction, mm. is pretty admirable. Admirable considering. Okay. He's gone like you, you, I'd almost say like some of his side projects have taken the typical Primus moniker almost. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. And he decided to be very experimental with this. Um, it's funny. It's, it's a Because fun- when you say, yeah, experimental, I mean, it's sort of... First of all, is that him? Is he the singer? Uh, yes. He's the, singer oh and the, he's the singer and the bassist. His voice does my tits in. Um, I did, love it. He kind of sings like this, like a villain in an old movie. Yeah, that's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. Is that always the way he does it? Or uh, is that just for this? Is that like a new thing? His voice twists around it a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. has the southern sl- draw, draw to it. But, cool. like... He can do a lot of things with it, but I mean, he likes being cartoonish with I kind of every get, aspect. Yeah, I kind of get like big ba- like a baddie on a 80s Saturday morning cartoon yeah. vibe. That's kind of the vibe that I get from it. Yeah. But I suppose like you have to bear in mind, you know, they are mm. paying tribute to like 70s uh, prog concept albums and th- those kind of over the top. Zappa, like, Zappa like stuff. Lord of the Rings radio play, that kind of yeah. stuff is yeah. such a huge part of that era. Yeah, it's like... Frank Zappa and King Crimson have been a huge inspiration yeah, for, for yeah, Les yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and Lauren, Lauren and the rest of the guys. Yeah. Um, so it, it, you can very clearly get it from there. Yeah. Did you ever listen to The Mollusk by Ween? No. You know the band Ween? No. Well, they're, they're, they're kind of a... I'm fairly sure they're sort of a satirical band, like a yeah. parody band, but yeah. they have an album called The Mollusk, which is just this perfect blend. Of, it's like a piss take of the, of the 70s prog overblown like Lord of the Rings inspired <laughs> concept album but at the same time the songs are amazing you yeah. know like but he, you know your man the guy from Ween does mm-hmm. does that like he does all of the, the voices yeah. and he does but it's, it's a show yeah. this is a show he puts on yeah and it's telling the story of a, of a weird 
yeah kind of saturated color cart- but do you, cartoon I, my, my story, issue but. with it is that it start like you know if you're gonna tell the story I almost feel like it's only got two main major parts it's like the start where it's like you know hello welcome to the story and then and then it feels like the middle section is like a very long drawn out musical break almost and then then and then in the storm we go back to how they capture the goblins and stuff like that but like the middle of it is especially the dream it's all super uh spaced out and stretched out Mm. and quiet right yeah I mean, there um, are there are musical breaks in there. Y- yeah, like, yes and no. But, but like, but I, it, it's very it's very musical and action packed in ways you wouldn't expect. Mm. Like, it takes a while to get to those points. Um, like the storm, the storm is the sixth track out of the seven, and that's the the rock song. That's, that's yeah. basically the rock song you, you'd want you'd expect yeah. before you hear this album, and it's not. <laughs> well, the, yeah, the track oh. and the storm are the two yeah. ones that I'm like, okay, like I can get you know, I I can see what they're doing here, and like there's light and shade and stuff. Whereas mm. there's there is a long section in the middle where it's it, it feels and I know Primus is sort of known as a jam band uh yeah so like there's like you know long long yeah. unstructured sections of um, sort of jamming oh it's all it's it's all very structured um it, it's very in the way that it is is recorded like a film soundtrack would be like there is meaning there are turns and twists mm. maybe not spoken yeah there's maybe not vocals over those parts but it, it they they they're basically at each part of each chapter, so it signifies what happens pretty pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cool. Um, yeah. What do you, What do you think? Like in, instrumentally, like I know what you think about Les's voice, and yeah. that's something to get used to. And I don't think like, it's. I don't think it's. You know, I think it's. It, it works in certain sections better than others. I think it. It almost sounds like he's sort of forcing it at times to, for a dramatic effect, and then other times it's not so bad. Yeah. Um, musically, I mean. I think there's some great ideas. I think there's a really cool, I think it's at the start of the track or whatever. There's a quiet guitar idea, which is just really, really mm. nice. And then there's, and then in the storm, there's that, there's that really sort of intricate bass yeah. um, uh, lick that, that makes it the most of the song. I think mm. that's really, really good. Um, I, I love the sparseness of the drums as well. Actually, that, yeah. that was, a, that was a cool surprise because yeah. usually Primus albums are constant. Yeah. And o- overbearing. This is probably the most, easy to get through Primus album there's been yeah yeah I hear you um like some of the clearest guitar tone as well like a, a lot of the past stuff has been very kind of sh- um very sludgy mm. and distorted and tinny in its western kind of ways oh yeah this is a bit more kind of clear and I don't say toolish there's a, there's a lot of tool inspiration in this yeah yeah it's even cleaner than tool though it's like bits I I feel like it's got like a it has it has that seventies production as well as the seventies mindset in I mean, terms of its yeah creation. There, there's a bit there's parts in this that remind me of like um, Ten Thousand Days, mm. that album. Yeah, like like uh, um, oh, what was it Lost Keys, Rosetta Stone, Brighton Two. The, all those songs are mm-hmm. kind of quiet builds up build builds up uh, uh, build ups. Um, maybe not as like action packed. Yeah, but it's that's not the case. It's meant to capture this period of time. Um, mm-hmm. where this when this book was made, yeah, and kind of the sixties, seventies music you get from that, yeah, like it's very kind of um, I like remember reading The Hobbit when I was yeah. a kid, and it's that kind of it's fantasy for kids. Yeah, it's a bad trip. It is definitely <laughs> it's definitely a bad trip. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, when it, it, yeah, I, I don't the know. visuals I've seen from the storybook are very telling of mm. how this it makes sense. Yeah, the tone, the the weird tones and expressions. They use in this 
mm. because it's very very sparse, very very empty. Yeah, points. in parts. Yeah, yeah, like it feels like they're they're this bat three guys playing down this well. Mm. Yeah, it does. They're just at the bottom of it, and you're trying to hear down. Like that's what it kind of sounds like. Mm. Um, what else? Uh, I I thought I thought the lyrics were pretty good as well, actually. They, well, they're quite descriptive of what the they're, story is. They're descriptive is of the time. story, but they're all, it's also quite, like, relative to, to um, current current society at the moment. Do you reckon? Yeah. It's like, think, think, of, think of Trump being the goblins in the yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sapping joy from the land for their own <laughs> greed. And then at the end, yeah, it's all yeah. Um, the meek. Or so, what does he say? Like, when the meek band together, you'd be surprised what they can do and yeah. all the rest of it. Yeah, no, it's 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 a pretty crazy journey. Um, yeah, like be leery the fool that wrangles rainbows, filling the <laughs> landscape with fear. Yeah, like that's it's totally what is happening this day, and you wouldn't expect it to come out of this. Yeah, yeah, it kind of a the whole, subtle protests. The whole vibe of it kind of reminds me of what you know Tenacious D would do if they were you know like I think it does have I mean their premise surely are a little bit tongue in cheek. Like they're, they're not doing it with a one hundred percent seriousness. Yeah, right? and. Uh, yeah, well, they're totally committed to what they do. They're, no, they're committed to what yeah. they do, but like, there's there ha- there's, there's a sense of humor to what oh, they yeah, do. Also, there has to be. Yeah, like, like they that, have, don't they have an album called like "Sailing the Seas of Cheese" or something along yeah, those lines? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's always going to be funny in yeah, some way. Yeah, but but serious and scary in in different ways. Mm. L- like that's why they chose Johnny and the Chocolate Factory as their other album to restructure. Like that, that's their jam. Also serious and scary. Yeah, in equal measure. Yeah, so it, it's quite unexpected yeah. as a Primus venture. Yeah, I think but when fun, it, fun to listen to. Yeah, right. I, fun to listen to certainly in parts. I think I think when it kind of gets going and actually kind of has like a nice groove and all the instruments are going mm. full tilt. I think there's a lot. There's a lot to like there. That, that is, but I I really appreciate the quiet bits. Like, I appreciate some of them. I think so. I think sometimes like in certain parts they just drift off into the ether and there's nothing there to grab onto. I think. But then, like I said, there's certain parts of like the track and the storm yeah. and a couple well, of other like, songs like you're, where fl- you're floating. Like, like the dream is totally that. Yeah, but I don't. I I agree with you. That's what they're going for. I'm just. I think they only hit the mark a couple times on the album in terms of like the slower sections. Like sometimes it is really good, but mm. oh, and and it's the same for the up tempo or like the kind of heavier sections. It's yeah. like sometimes it, it does really hit the mark, and other times I just kind of go, well. I feel like I've just heard this all before, you know. Yeah, it's some some of it has that that signature primus sound more than others. And again, yeah. like I'm not necessarily, yeah. I'm definitely not it's, the target it's hard audience. To say so I'm doing my best here. Like I'm yeah. doing my best to kind of give it a fair yeah. hearing. The, the bass is there, like the rhythmic yeah, bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can yeah, always yeah. pass for drums at points. Yeah, or that could pass for guitar as well. Like it, you know, because yeah. he does play quite high up on the fretboard at times, yeah. and it's cool. Oh, it's um, it's unbelievable at points mm. of how he can do this, sing, keep rhythm, and yeah, totally drive the band all at once. Yeah, and the guitar is great as well for what it, for what it does. Like it's usually far ahead and almost battling the battling the bass, but now yeah. it, now it's now an accompli- a, a, a very good accompaniment, I think. Yeah, it's just it's just like yeah. the, it's just like a couple inches to the wrong side of wacky for me. Uh, the, for, uh, uh, mm. Overall, but I can totally see how oh, yeah. this band have a massive cult yeah. following. You yeah. know. Like this, because you like you yeah. you fully step into Primus's world. Like you, you have to leave all preconceived notions at the door and just like take it for what it is when yeah, you go in. You, re- you really do, yeah. and and hopefully, hopefully, you you would be tempted to check out their other stuff to see what the hell is up. Yeah, well, I actually would. I think I might go back and like yeah, take a gander at their yeah nineties work and just see what it's like. Yeah, 
because like the bass is something to be admired even to people who mm. aren't fans of the music yeah that craftsmanship side is great so yeah Absolutely. favorite song uh f- Ooh, I would probably say it's the storm. The storm, uh, uh, well, yeah, that would be obvious for most. But it's hard to say. Like this is very, you know, for for proggy concept album, it's very short. Like yeah. it's only about thirty five minutes long. Yeah. I would almost. And it's almost there's no way around that. For the concept they're choosing is to because it's such a simplistic seven, story. They have to do seven songs for seven chapters. Yeah, no, I I totally agree, and I'm glad yeah. it's short because I'm a big fan of like brevity. But yeah. I think for for another band of this ilk i would have almost expected this to be called an ep like when dream theater did yeah, a change yeah. of seasons um I'm sure. there's like the first song on that ep is mm. 27 minutes long and yeah. there's like a couple of other, and they called it an ep so you know it like he called it an ep called it an album whatever it's yeah. i think you know it's the right length <laughs> i'm sure it'll be back soon enough since they, the, yeah. the new lineups back or the original lineups back yep this is this is a good i don't think i remember the last time someone's done this kind of thing for an album i think there's been a few We've done storybooks as album concepts. Mm. Maybe Kobe and Cambria technically do that. This all the just time. feels like the kind of thing. If you, I mean, if you're ever like at a dusty old market, you know, somewhere, and you like you're flipping through all the like vinyls for one euro or whatever, and you just find this. It's just like that perfect kind of. It just has that. Like, I just imagine getting this on vinyl, and it's, it just has that classic. It's unbelievably timeless, old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's so stylistic that it it'd work anywhere yeah I do I do like, like the album art actually it's very yeah. old school uh, favorite song favorite oh, song the storm also did you say or? Uh, the, the storm uh, the dream to the storm the way that carries mm. into that is perfect cool yeah so cool and do you want to give it a score um uh, for what it, uh, like I don't know I, I love it like it's not the primus album I wanted I'll, but it's the I'm primus be, album you got yeah and I'm totally and a few lessons in I get it yeah so I'm gonna give it an 8 cool do I need to score it? Uh, if you want. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's hard. I'd almost throw out the score window with it's this like, kind of thing. It's like the husband. You know that scene in Monty Python where the husband comes into the, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Like the delivery room yeah. in the hospital. And yeah. the doctor's like, get out of here. You're not qualified. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm not qualified. You're certainly not. Um, in, in, think, think, think carefully in now. In view of being qualified, I have to give it a five. There was as much on here that okay. I enjoyed as there was that I just kind of, okay. that there, just flew right over yeah. my head. So. This is definitely in the, in the deep end you've gone down the drain certainly with this but but you have to when I first heard it I had such a visceral reaction to it that I was like this might be my first like two and then challenge. every time I listened that's to good. it it like it like climbed a point but I think yeah. I think it's hovering around the that's, sort of, well that's that's what it should do the like five five and a half zone but yeah like that's I said what, I'm intrigued yeah. yeah I missed the days of challenging albums and this is back to that it's super so. challenging Um, alright cool so that is the desaturating seven yeah. by Primus check um, it out get the book <laughs> If you're into if you're into like yeah like i said if you're into fancy yeah. novels and stuff like that and you want the, one in your ears yeah. here you go the videos on youtube uh les claypool did mm. as, as his alter ego um i can't remember the name of his alter ego but he wears a pig mask oh, wow. and he just reads like the blurbs of each chapter and then it goes into this huge mind fuck of a of like a video on each picture of the book it's okay pretty cool go check that out yeah. all right next up uh from atlanta georgia we have bliss 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 bliss, bliss. bliss. I want to say I want to say it's probably Bliss, but they can't it's call Bliss. the band Bliss yeah. it's because of the other band called Bliss. Yeah, anyway, yeah, you're right. Bliss, yeah. right? Um, so this is far more in my wheelhouse. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> this, this, this is a debut album for one. Yes, yeah. Um, and I, I want to get the name of it totally right because it's it's definitely it's either nobody loves you or no one loves you. 
something super positive like that no, no one loves you is the yes. name of the album if you want to check yeah. it out I've, I've seen people online calling this band an emo band I think they would be like, right p- very, very much a post rock emo band um, yeah like like this is a um, yeah this is another sort of band that falls in between genres I would say like they mm-hmm. definitely do that they do that emo thing mm-hmm. but they also have like big slabs of alternative rock yes um, and heavy screams yeah and that, that too right yeah. you know actually n- again not not a band that you could easily classify but the, that band the, the album this most reminded me of was um, I'm Not Well by Black Foxes which came out last year that's close that's, that's not too far off vocally as well because the singer it mm-hmm. can, can sort of uh, pinwheel bet- or pinball between really really fragile quiet vocals and yeah. then kind of just full throated yelling yeah. this uh, reminds me a bit of um, uh, a bit of um, Team Sleep Gina Marina Gina Marina oh yeah so- a side project it I, has a dreamlike quality to that mixed with I don't know uh, my vitriol a bit of that yeah 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 and I hear you deftones a lot of deftones there as well yeah flat, flat the, out yeah the, yeah, the, 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 the sort of um, subgenre that I first would have associated it with in general was like that kind of like basement super heaven mm-hmm. uh, what's another one a teenage wrist like bands that take the melodic sensibility of Midwest emo but they just throw big like mm-hmm. drop D chords yeah. on on top, and but, I love it. What I think sets, it's great. What sets this out from them? Because something sets it out. Yeah, and I wonder. Weirdly what you enough, think it is. I thought I think maybe it's the fact that they're from Atlanta, like because they're from somewhere else. They're not just. Yeah. Uh, they're not just lads from Brighton or whatever. Yeah. Like it just seems like the, the the new wave of those bands have all come from England. Yeah, and it's great to hear something different. I actually originally thought these guys were from Northern Ireland, believe it or not. No, no, no. Yeah, because your man, it's first of all, your man's voice just threw me yeah. for a loop from the get go. <laughs> yeah, first and foremost, he's a black guy. <laughs> is he? Yeah, he is. Really? And, and in nor- it, North of Ireland, I would not expect that. No offense to North of Ireland, but it's not. There's not a lot in Ireland. The reason I, I'm, not, I'm I'm Googling, not a I'm, I'm literally googling a photo of the band right now. It's not a commonality because I, I I not not that I don't believe you, but I don't believe you. <laughs> um, in any case, when I first yeah. like when I first listened to the album, whatever, I was sort of thinking to myself, "God, this is great." You know, it's about time we had a band like this with a female singer. <laughs> no, like at almost at a point, you'd almost think kind of Sinead O'Connorish. Oh yeah, no, no, but I I two huge roars of yeah. like um, oh, I can't even describe who it sounds like. Of just catharsis. Yeah, very, very clear. Yeah. yeah, God, look at him go. Good for him. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Um, yeah, can can confirm. Singer yeah. is black. Well, I, I, I thought he was a petite white woman. Yeah, I'm not, um, just, I'm not just pointing that out. It actually follows into some of the songs later on. Oh, yeah, no, but I, yeah. you know, but uh, obviously, yeah. like, any mm. any differentiating characteristic is going to have an impact on your voice. But yeah. I, anyway, he's got such a fragile, high-pitched voice that I did yeah. think he was a woman. And I was sort of going, oh, my God, that's great, you know, because yeah. really the only band like that that we have is Bully, and I'm not a huge fan of their music. Yeah. So uh, I was like, oh, great. And, and yeah, yeah, there's a bit of, there's, there's some other bands, like Blood Command is kind of like that. Yeah, Except but again, not, less, but it, more, less subtle manner. Um, yeah, Blood, Blood Command is more, like, straight up in your yeah. face rock. But it has, rock the, rock it has the rasp. Yeah, that this has. Yeah, uh, the fragile yet not fragile at all. There are some points when he totally commands yeah. his voice. For yeah. once again, Chino Marina style screams. In any case, it's, it's a dude. Yes, yes, a dude. Yes. <laughs> um, but with a very um, effeminate and masculine yeah. qualities, so it's kind of got kind of got both things mm. going on. I love how anthemic this album is. Yes, for, mo- for the most part, definitely. 
I actually hear a little bit of um, that. Yeah. I think it's on Home. Mm-hmm. I know, like, for the, the album sort of flits between that big, like, alternative rock sound and the emo sound. But, mm. do you know, uh, In Heaven and Other Kin, we were yeah, talking about yeah. those. Like, the, on uh, Home, I think there's a there's a big sort of indie rock mm. uh, feel to it. It's a bit of a hook. Yeah, it's cool. Like, yeah, like that's probably the radio yeah. single, I guess. Yeah. But they um, can do it all. A, a thing that this band does that most bands can't do is... is get, very very catchy um verse hooks mm. with ly- lyrically as well yeah like uh, you sing along with the verse even if you can't it's just very definite and personal yeah and poetic yeah. and it, it just works it's That's very what I love there's a lot of character in it yeah it's super like, authentic you know, yeah it's like you'd expect it from like radiohead albums like early ones mm. um just that kind of character very very cool turns of turn of phrase yeah that you wouldn't expect from the um, actual melody line that the guitars play mm. for somebody to sing that over that you, I, w- I couldn't make that up myself yeah I tried everyone in the band is like pulling double time to, to make everything work together and it's yeah. great and yeah lyrically as well I think you can definitely hear the Atlanta Georgia like the south yeah you know because there's mm. topics of religion are dealt with on a couple of the songs yeah and um, in a way that I feel like the context just doesn't exist mm. here in Europe yeah. to, for um, lyrics like that, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, Lost Boy mm. is one in particular, which is about his son. Oh, wow. Who um, basically, uh, he he, uh, he had to, he broke off an old marriage of his. Okay. He had to because um, his wife was, his wife and his family were very Christian or his, his wife's family. Yeah. And uh, he is a black atheist. Oh, no way. Okay. So, yeah. He uh, basically there's a lyric in the song. I think um, he wouldn't want his, his son to be um, owned by your god. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. And like either way, if like he couldn't tell his family, she couldn't tell her family, and it just got heat piped from that's there. Crazy. So that's pretty nuts. Yeah, this, it's, it's a, about I, his son. Yes, yeah, so so. there's obviously a lot of personal um, yeah. stuff here, and, and you feel it. it. Works. You, you really do. feel it. You do. There's another one as well. I think it's. Uh, pathetic is the song yeah where he just you know it, it's it's quite self-deprecating or whatever but just the way mm. he phrases things is so um i don't know just like strikes home really yeah. uh really well yeah and it's that perfect balance of like like black foxes did last year or whatever it's that perfect balance of just clean shimmering guitars and these really mm. really thoughtful chord patterns and then when they need to turn up the volume they can do that too yeah it's it's a you know it's even more so than like ba- a basement or or a super heaven where they kind of mm. just go hard most of the time. This band splits it even down the middle. Yeah, this band gets hard. Yeah, at, very hard at points. Yes, huge roars of almost double bass pedal at points. Yeah, like at the, at the very end of songs and yeah. once everything swells, mainly they don't they don't go out of the gates with it most often. No, for a few songs they do. But that that first song. Um, dumb or whatever mm. like I think has a great yeah. you know big chunky riff so yeah it's, it's just nice to hear a band that clearly you know pull equally from yeah so many different places and, and can merge it all into something that you know it's it doesn't sound a million miles from what we've heard before but at the same time it's obviously their own thing yeah for the most part the album is kind of slow it's very very like slow to mid tempo yep I think later on it, it picks it up a bit mm-hmm. yeah and I like that realm a lot like don't, not not to be said, I didn't like the start. I liked that a load. But yeah. once once they got into like like fairly fast mid tempo stuff, yeah, broken. I think the last track almost has a pop punk sort of vibe to the yeah. chorus. You know, yeah. where the guitars are really 
Yeah. They're like changing loads and it's all kind of paracords and stuff like yeah, that. It was very cool. interesting to see how they do the typical stuff you'd expect mm. and changing that up quite a bit. Yeah. Just just by by having character in each of the instruments. Like, like a, a very cool soundscape. Once again, going back to Team, team, team Sleep and Deftones, that realm. Um, what else? What else? We, co- we covered like Prawn. Prawn are not too far off this as well. Yeah, right? but... This is a hmm. Hmm. No, yeah, instrumentally. Yeah, it, exi- it definitely exists in the same like Prawn and, and this band could play the same bill, mm-hmm. no question. But yeah. I, Prawn would not be a band that I think of when I listen to it for the most part, apart from yeah. in the very quiet sections. Yeah. Um, oh, there was a band. This band is uh, playing with a, a band we talked about a while back. Um, I can't remember like the name. Bad Sign maybe or something. Bad like sign. That. Yes, Bad Sign. They're playing with Bad yeah. Sign. Or not Bad Sign. Um, fucking. I'll come back to it, but okay. they're playing with a band that's very post-punk, mm. proggy. Um, it's interesting. They could fit in. That's the thing. Yeah. Like that they could fit in on almost any bill because they do yeah. a little bit of everything. And I do hope they like this is a debut album, as you say. Yeah. I really hope it does well yeah. for them. The band did Lock and Key. Remember them? Lock and Key. It was kind of spelled weirdly. That was the, the band that you, you were think, trying to think of? It was a while back. It was like last year or earlier on. Oh, did we cover it on the show or no? No, no, we didn't. Mm. It had this blue kind of album cover. Are you sure it's not um, Super Heaven? No, no, it wasn't. Okay. Anyway, well, that's, but, um, y- y- you yeah. know, as you say, I think this is almost kind of an album that anybody could get into. It's, a, it's our comfort zone. Definitely. It's our comfort zone. But I think it's a really, really good intro point because yeah. it doesn't linger on any one, mm-hmm. like the way I think if you listen to like Anne and maybe a Texas is the reason or an American football or a basement, you can get a little bit worn down. If you don't yeah. love that stuff already, you can get a little bit worn down by the sameness. Yeah. Whereas this is an album that constantly changes it up a little bit. Yeah. Not too much, but a little bit. It's like a, it's like a prism that's constantly mm-hmm. shifting. So you get little changes to the light. It's cool. Yeah. Each song is very different from the other. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what makes this an incredible debut. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. honestly, it's it like they've got every little piece in place. Yeah. Um. So I'd be really interested to hear what they do next. Oh God. Yeah. That's, I'm very excited to see them as well if I can yep. um, yeah yeah I'm going to give this a 9 me too just an absolute 9 like, yeah no um, it is it's a 9 for sure I don't know why it falls short I don't know I'd almost give it a 10 no I'm going to keep it a 9 yeah, yeah. what well, didn't actually like physically suck my penis but apart from that <laughs> no, no it was close it came close <laughs> but it came goddamn close yeah, just a tip no you got it just just a tip no I'm favourite song favourite song oh ooh, that's a tough one Home Mm, home is home is really good yeah that's when it kind of got me there yeah I think I'll, I think I'll personally go for is it Stale Smoke the second song yeah Stale yeah. Smoke I really really love. Take Me Home as a great course as well like yeah oh it's so all good. good it's all good stuff yeah it's really really good stuff so the, the name of that band is uh, Bliss B-L-I-S uh, full stop and they're actually on Sergeant House Records which is an Irish record yeah. label which is great to see. That's how I picked them up. Yeah, and <laughs> so watch you from a Fires record label yeah. and uh, many, many other fantastic bands. So good to see them giving some love to Atlanta, Georgia. Hell yeah. All right, great. Um, so obviously that's our well, one of our main recommendations for the week. All right, let's move on. So the next album is Heaven Upside Down, which is, God, I want to say what, like the, the 10th or something? 9th or 10th. 9th or 10th studio album from Marilyn Manson. Possibly. Uh, one, two. Yeah, yeah, if you're counting like the very first one. Cool. Portrait of an American Family, which came out before, um, before most people recognize it had it had lunchbox and stuff like that. And funny okay. enough, this is like a full turnaround to that kind of sound. Is this a throwback? There's a lot of throwbacks in this album. Yeah. And uh, thanks to uh, the guitarist, I can't remember, can't remember his name, but he's a uh, 
He's the composer that did the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's, that's, he's been the guitarist from, from Pale, from Pale Emperor to this. Like. Is that, is that Tyler Bates? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay, cool. But, um, does that strike, does, does this strike familiar territory with that album? I mean, you're not a Marilyn fan per se, but you heard that album, right? The, uh, Pale, Pale Emperor. No. Okay. Well, it's no, very... I've never. My only, uh, okay. I'm, I'm not quite as much of a novice mm. with Marilyn Manson as I am with, say, Primus, but I'm pretty close. Yeah. Um, um, I would know like very, very interspersed singles. That's about it. And I've seen him live once, like at a festival. Yeah, but uh, Pale Pale Emperor was when he brought it back. Okay. And this is him bringing it back again back in again. a different territory. <laughs> so what? What's the difference between like is. This is this is a throwback sound. So what was what was Pale Emperor? Was Pale Emperor more like forward thinking, or was it just a different emphasis? I, th- I think it was a different emphasis. It okay. was definitely more bluesy, mm-hmm. m- more more realized, instead of being an emotional tank for yeah. throw everything in. I hear a lot of blues on this album, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the other one was even more so. Um, but yeah, there's tons of flavors in this album. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm like what? Like that. yeah, no, no. Just the, on si- the singles are not what this album's all about. No. Um, I know where, we know where you fucking live is was the single I believe, and that was very much kind of yeah. uh, um, I'd say Hollywood style, kind of kind just of straight blare, up blaring sawtooth guitars, straight up sort of industrial goth metal, and then yeah. you. I mean, what, like I on a broad strokes, I've I hear elements of like dirty kind of southern fried rock. Mm-hmm. Um, there's blues there's euro dance yeah there's your typical like churning buzzsaw industrial there's some like there's some Atticus Ross Trent Reznor just weird yeah. weird sounds freaky <laughs> yeah. sounds yeah there's Depeche Rob Zombie-esque kind of stuff I, there's even like a little bit of like sort of Broadway chorus line vibes on um, yeah. on that uh, Jesus Crisis yeah, I'm not saying in not, terms of instrumentation, yeah. but like it's 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 yeah. it's the swing of it. You yeah, know, it, I would, I would. it swings like a big like a yeah. like a big band. Yeah. Sort of. Oh, flat out say I'm I'm not. That was the one I'm least impressed on. Yeah, who's on uh, Jesus Crisis? Okay. Um, lyrically, I thought it was a bit kind of yeah. Well, that's yeah. I mean, not to like. Start no, the, the lyrics were good. Just the way he sang it was not too. Yeah, too too much to be desired. The, I feel like the, the rest was cool though. The theme of um, I am uh, like the devil incarnate. And I'm here to make hilarious puns. Yeah. Is that it, for me? It's not like a huge draw for Manson. I think I think when he's at its, his best is when he's at slightly more subtle yeah. on this album. You yeah. know, rather than the like the very very subtle turns of phrases he uses are pretty cool in this. Yeah, like uh, when he's sort of you know when he's actually going like I write songs to fight and to fuck too, and if you want me to fight, I'll fight you, and if you want to fuck, I'll fuck you too, or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's all this. He's a little. It's over the top for yeah. a man. He's like he's, he's a man who's hitting fifty. I just think yeah. it's all a little bit. But like cartoonish, sa- maybe. But just before that, you have songs like Saturnalia and Blood Honey, which are just very yeah. poetic, almost Nick Cave kind of anthem. Well, yeah, anthemic. those two are those two are really really good. Saturnalia, I particularly um, think the chorus is fantastic. What do you think of Tattooed in Reverses? Great like, vocals, because that that that's the first time I've heard Marilyn actually sing. Yeah, like, really sing and hold notes up above, just guttural drawls. Yeah, Tattooed in Reverse is a really big highlight without roar, without roaring through the melody yeah it, it what did it almost it felt very poppy mm. but in a good way well that's what like that's kind of the in this moment mm. style like wild west almost feel to it yeah, you know yeah. but it's cool it's really really good i think that's great i and i agree like i think he's got certain vocal mannerisms that he maybe he leans on as crutches 
You know, you know when he yeah. kind of does that. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. That, that's that's, that's, that's totally fine, fine. But he's obviously it's it's easier to do than than like full throated singing. Like and for the most part, that's like, his voice anyway. Yeah, his oh, voice yeah. is that. So yeah, he just kind of does. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, but like you said, like the course of Saturnalia and in Tattooed in Reverse, there's like, and actually the end of Jesus Christ, even though it's not a great song, when yeah. he does that yeah. full, he does that full scream, it's great. Yeah, and a lot a lot of the chorus chords for like uh, Satan, um, oh, yeah. uh, Revelation 12, a lot of the chorus lines of that, very kind of early album Marilyn Manson stuff. Like just, just kind of drop D. Just yeah. I wish there was a bit more because I was listening to... Um, this is the new but, shit the other yeah. day and like I wish the guitars were a little bit more like that they feel a little thin it's more Hollywood it's more Hollywood which was the one before that the golden yeah. age of grotesque this is definitely harkening back to mechanical animals and yeah golden age and somewhere in between there's a lot of modern feel to this yeah. as well I just like a little bit more mm. thump there's the, the, mm. there is a song where the guitar is like is. They, you know they, is, I think Kill like, For Me no, it's not. Because that has a thump to no, it. No, it's the title track, Heaven Upside Down. Okay, yeah. The guitars mm. actually go full, like, indie rock, which weirdly pitch, works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of works. The solo is very kind of uh, Queen's of Stone Age-esque, I yeah. guess. There's a lot of that. But I kind of like that. It's it's when the guitars are, like, going, quote-unquote, like, full mm. throttle, when I'm like, oh, they just need, they, just, they are 10, I mean, they need I mean, to turn it up to 11. Yeah, like, that's not too different from stuff he may have done recently. Like, yeah. I think the last one I quite liked was Eat Me Drink Me which nobody liked okay, <laughs> but I liked right. <laughs> but I loved I loved um, yeah 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 like a lot of the solos and kind of panel verb guitars yeah, yeah and that was Twiggy yeah. the bassist of this album doing doing that guitar not the British glamour model no no Twiggy. this is Twiggy <laughs> same name different <laughs> this is Twiggy Ramirez doing the bass oh cool he was, he's been Marilyn's long time bassist did stuff for Trent Not His Nails yeah. in the with, with Teeth era was um, a Perfect Circles bassist? Oh, really? In the first album, yep. This oh, is this guy, Meredith Nam. Yeah. Oh, this, no, this okay. is this guy. Like you can hear that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. The ba- the bass work is, is really, cool. Really it good. reminds me of the Dope Show. If you remember that Marilyn Manson song. Very, okay, I'll show you in a bit. But a uh, very kind of, um, kind of light, chorusy bass. Yeah. It's cool. It's, it's like yeah, distor- it's really cool. Like a little distorted. It and... sounds very synthy almost. Yeah. It's really, yeah, it's really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, speaking of synth, actually, isn't that? I just think it's so funny. What 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 track is it? Um, the uh, yeah, kill for me. The yeah. way it kind of it kind of starts off with this yeah. bluesed up kind of boom, yeah, yeah, guitar um guitar work, and then the chorus is fully like Euro dance. Like I I love it. Like um, it's a lot of Marilyn Manson albums recently have like the one really catchy song. It's a good, like it's a good it, it, pop fusion of yeah. those two things. I think, I think it's yeah. you know, kind of a triumph. It is pretty. Cool. It's great, and that's it's like, a sparkly synth to it, which is cool. Yeah, kill for me is is on the right side of the line. Like, but then I think Satan is half of Satan. No, mm, I, I, it's a bit simplistic, you know. It is and it isn't. Like, I love, I love the verse. Mm. I love the way he layers the verse, especially yeah. with the the weird Prometheus kind of wong sound you hear. That was so cool. Yeah. The verse, the chorus, lyrically, not too impressive. I mean, it's it's not a great pun, is it? The, the song is called it say, is. "Say Ten, like that. Yeah, I get, it. I get it. Yep. Um, and I but, think I think it was because he wrote like that's what he wrote on his desk when he was younger yeah. as a kid. So I guess that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I know, I I know, I know he's trying to look yeah. back. Maybe he's like not being a hundred percent like. Like he's he's almost mixing in a sense of nostalgia with some yeah, of the this more. Is, this is him actually finding his footing, which is great because. Yeah. There's been a lot of 
six or seven years of him kind of being a wreck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. hasn't. He's hopefully he's doing yeah. well. And th- yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. I really do. I hope he's doing okay because he won. He won doing so great when I saw him live. He's, but, uh, he's such a good artist still. Yeah, no, he's he's it, cool, and you know, still stick the landing. There, and there's 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 parts that don't, you know, I don't think land. I, I you know, mm. we know where you fucking live. I, again, I think the I think the sort of intent of the song is good, but I don't think it works for me musically. I don't think there's enough to it, you know. And I think the same with Revelation Twelve or um, the the first track. Again, it's like I like I where like it's coming it. I like from. bits of it. Um, I think we know where you fucking live works pretty fucking well mm. I think it is a definitely a, a huge roaring track that's definitely a throwback to like um, the album with uh, Beautiful People oh yeah yeah so that era of stuff yeah like there's definitely Angel with Scap Wings from harkening back to that just the sawtooth guitar leads that's very yeah. Manson-y and to come from a guitarist who wasn't the initial guitarist to come up with that stuff that, yeah. that's cool to see that level of detail yeah to bring back a and not be too um, to not really um, flake out on coming back to that sound as well mm-hmm. like it's very much grimy and authentic yeah no 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 it is and, in, like, in the yeah. right way in the right way yeah it, it's the approach like I said I like the approach it's just that the execution at times yeah. I'm a bit like ah like that could, riff could have been slightly retooled or yeah. just reshaped maybe slightly but yeah you know, I, I don't think it starts fantastic. I don't think Revelation, Revelation Possibly 12 not. is... Possibly not. You know, it's... It's got bits that are pretty it's, cool. It's got bits, but I think... It's a good pump-up track. Yeah. But, I don't know, it's, I wouldn't go back to it. it. The album doesn't hit this hit its stride for me until... When, when, I listen, when I listen to this album from start to finish, I don't start with that track anymore. I really just yeah. go on to the next stuff. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I like this one quite a bit. I'm going to give it a... Who? Hmm... <gasps> give it an 8 Ooh, because really? everything okay. is perfect in it except for um, Jesus Crisis and Revelation 12 but they are pretty cool still it's, it's, it's a great realm of sound he's working with now cool yeah my issues with it go beyond those two songs but I still enjoyed it um, so I'm probably going to give it a 6 that's fair uh, what was your favourite song what was my favourite song that changes quite quite a lot which, which is actually something to commend this album about there's yeah. so much depth to it there is yeah um, because I I think with um no reflection or whatever that album was the one two albums ago mm. very empty sounding yeah very sparse not it, it seemed like there was no energy and for this album to come out is is a is a relief cool um I'd say whoo threats of romance is good is really good that almost I know that, we're talking that, about it later but that almost has the feel of like a gaga ballad I think. That yeah. kind of like just it's like a bluesy piano ballad. Yeah, heaven, cool. heaven upside down actually. Yeah, good. I, I'll go with Blood Honey. I think that's a great song. Yeah, sweet. So, um, if you're a Marilyn Manson fan, is it fair to say this is a comeback album? Totally. Cool. Yeah. And if not, maybe not the best place to start, but you know. Yeah. Give it's, it a listen. Yeah, it's cool. worth it. Marilyn Manson. The name of that album is Heaven Upside Down. Yeah. Cool. So let's move on. Um, the next album is by a band from Helsinki called Grave Pleasures. Yes. Fin- Pre- Finland. Finland. Previously known as Beast Milk. Yes. And the name of the album is Mother Blood. Personally, I actually think Mother Blood is a better band name. We can count it count to like Don with arguments about that, but. See, I think Grave Pleasures is a great name for an album and Mother Blood is a great name for a band, but, you know, whatever. The band is called Grave Pleasures, the album is called Mother Blood. Yeah. Um, Dylan, what does it sound like? What does it sound like? 
sounds like um, everything from 80s goth you want <laughs> coming back from the dead. Mm. Um, very much so. This, is this new territory for you, this kind of sound? Not 100% new. I mean, we were, we already covered the Blood album, yeah. um, AFI's new album. I think there's mm-hmm. a huge there is. crossover. There's a hu- there, there's, it, it lends itself to be um, very much a, a couplet for a lot of the pioneers of early 2000s stuff. Yeah, that if AFI think, yeah. did um, typo negatives in there vocally. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Joy divisions in there vocally. A lot of joy division, yeah, yeah. and just post punk in general. Yeah, bits of bits of um, uh, Robert Smith from The Cure is in yeah, there as and, well, and the whole thing is The Cure. <laughs> uh, the Cure, The Cure are less punk. Strap, I mean, strap. Huge guitars yeah. on The Cure. You know, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like with the AFI. AFI do it's so. not I, I would associate this much less with the kind of goth like this isn't to me anyway to my ears this isn't like Marilyn Manson typo negative goth this is the cure goth mm. it's 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 quote unquote happy goth yeah. well this is this is typo negative goth as well yeah actually I will admit no 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 that, that, and that, that's fine but just I'm all I'm saying is I, I remember when I was a kid listening to you know you hear the cure on the radio and like it's it has a veneer of upbeat, catchy happiness that yeah. masks the sort of brooding yeah. misery underneath. And I think that's what this album this has. Is de- this has definitely a lot more silvers in it than I'd say The Cure would be more purples mm. and blues. Yeah, I hear that. This is more like deep metallic silvers. That's for all you um, blue yeah. synesthetes out there. Yeah, yeah. Because th- <laughs> this album definitely has a lot of that in it, I think, for me. Yeah, and there's a huge amount of uh, imagery. Like the imagery in this album is so... Yeah. Central to the enjoyment of it. It, it definitely is. It definitely, yeah. very, very sing along it. Yeah, definitely the choruses. Oh, absolutely! Really good choruses. The, <laughs> like a, really a lot, a lot good of the choruses. choruses just get stuck in your head for a very long time, and it's I would I don't like nuclear power seems to be just a a real obsession of theirs. Yeah, like in every second, like there's Atomic Christ, yeah. and they talk about uh, be my Hiroshima. Um, and then you know in, in Doomsday Cla- oh, yeah. Doomsday Rainbows it's yeah. like in my Hiroshima they could have easily made a cheesy offensive track but no it does have no, art it's... and good message and, oh yeah and, no, the lyrics yeah. are basically impeccable for the most part oh, but I'm yeah. just saying like solid they, they, their their image of choice on this album is the atom bomb you know yeah. and then there's another one where the, she says I'm in love with the atom bomb or something yeah. you know it's cool it's really cool it, it, Sing- it, it, singing abysses echoing back yeah words of doomsday oh so laughter good laughter in the abyss yeah so good because the thing is I think I, I have very little tolerance for this because it's done badly so often but it's not done yeah. badly because I know you don't like here. vibretto vocals too much and this album has a bit of that yeah no, which is of as of mm. it, it's very common place in this kind of goth yeah goth no I think it's, he does a good job you know it's it, yeah. it's all about context and like, yeah. in this context it works yes you've experienced Joy Division quite a bit so you oh, can't yeah. you, you know Oh well, like I mean, realm. I this is in the Ian Curtis heritage vocalist. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not just it's not just Ian Curtis. It's like New Order, the vaccines, the editors. Uh, mm. There's a million uh, white lies. There's like yeah. all like the he, whole uh, Interpol. Yeah, all the post punk bands have that kind of baritone singing. Yeah. But then at many parts, um, many parts in this album, he he can sing in different styles as well. Yes, in in the same song. Which is really cool. I mean, like I, the verse and chorus are different styles of vocals. That's I, I think that's so cool. Yeah, I, yeah. It's it almost kind of reminds me of like, and I know it's different people 
in Mastodon, but it kind of reminds me of that like yeah. interplay that you get in Mastodon where there's like the pure tone in yeah. the chorus and then you get like the slightly more gruff swaggering vocal in the yeah. verse. Um, I even hear a little bit of Elvis in the vocal. Oh yeah, do you get that? I, like that I, kind I, of. I'll look, I'll look back. But... It's cool. You should you should listen out for it because like yeah. you de- there's definitely a little bit of Elvis in there too. No, he's good. He's a really really good singer. Um, and uh, and in terms of the the imagery as well as the atom bomb, I I often get like especially on Mind Intruder. You mm. know that like expressionist cinema from the twenties, yeah, where it's all it's all about like. Uh, hypnotists yes. and psychics and atomic stuff atomic christ had that at the start yeah. as well yeah it, it like it, that it, was a bit of a weird one for atomic christ to have that because the rest of the album doesn't have that for the most part oh well, that's it, my it's a speaking moment the, the oh, monologue. Oh, oh the monologue the evil villain oh, monologue it's my least favorite track by a mile actually atomic christ i think it i, yeah. I don't like the monologue Bit, at the bits start. are cool but it, it's it doesn't hang on i don't think the chorus even has the same impact yeah. as yeah. the rest of the album but that's a low point but i think mind intruder is where that comes to the fore i would love to see this band um if so if you know you know the way the artist came out a few years ago which mm-hmm. was like the black and white silent film mm. if somebody did like a, a a rehash of that sort of you know cabinet of dr caligari yeah. that kind of um, really, really spooky, creepy twenties horror. I would love to yeah. hear these guys do the soundtrack. Yeah, this definitely is like that kind of raw, cheesy anger. But like, it's but, channeled but it, it, so it is, well. It is channeled so well. Like, I'll hark back to Nick Cave again, but it's a lot like early Nick Cave. It's very raw, tin explosions. Yeah. In a, I don't know, like in a desert, like an empty desert kind of. Yeah. At, at night, it, it, it is that. No, it is. It is totally definitely. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. It's it's yeah. it's cool. It's really yeah. really cool. And like the the melodies, um, can be very very lingering in the verses, and then go to full four four double time, um, hooks in the choruses. Yeah, pretty well. And what um, I like about this is it's very mm. song orientated. It's not at all mm. riff or it's like mm. it's not riff orientated or like musicianship yeah. or, orientated. Like yeah. everyone's obviously really good at their instruments yeah. and blah, blah 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 but you know you can always tell when people sit down and write songs as opposed to writing bits yeah. of music yeah and they, I, they, these are songs like mm. every they're all little universes every song they which are. is cool all, all meant to be played in different worlds yeah and they, would, and they would all stand up if you were to just yeah. whack them out on an acoustic guitar yeah. or on a piano or yeah. any way you wanted yeah. Sing, very single single baity yeah in a good way in a very good way yeah like this is possibly the most memorable album we've played yet the F- I would argue for Roswell Kid but that's just because I'm such a sucker that's but fine I, but this is this yeah. is me being a sucker for yeah of course yeah yeah, yeah. what I, AFI brought which we didn't I don't think we covered did we no did we not cover AFI I don't think so I thought we did mm, I don't know <laughs> maybe we did no we did it was like on one of the first shows okay. I'm almost sure but maybe maybe I'm wrong but this is this is up there certainly up there mm-hmm. with, with the pros <laughs> Yeah, no, no. And these guys have been around for a bit. Yeah, I actually remember I got I got this I got Beast Milk's album recommended to me a couple of years ago, but I don't think I ever got around to listening mm-hmm. to it. So I'm really glad to hear they're still yeah. knocking around. And... I got the previous album, didn't think too much of it, and now I will go back. Yeah, great. And see what's up with it. Yeah, this is an incredible album. Like this is this. I'm gonna be. I've been playing this three times per day. Yeah, <laughs> easily for the past like week. Yeah, I've definitely been through it four or five times. It's um. It's it's very strong, it's yeah. strong, strong. Exciting! Album. It's really exciting, and it's one you could just play to anybody. You know, it's it's yeah. like it's lyrically intense, but you know, musically, I think it's pretty palatable. Yeah, um, there's nothing that's gonna like send anybody running screaming. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna give it a ten. 
Whoa! Absolute 10. Absolute 10. 10? I think so. I think so. It doesn't quite hit 10 for me because there's. there's, there's uh, I, I think. I yeah, think, no, I would say that. I don't know. Mm. No, you've said it now. You've said it now. You gave yeah. it a 10. You, you, gotta, you gotta stand yeah. by that. But, I mean, uh, it's so full of stuff. I can excuse yeah. any shortcomings because they go so fast. But, like, yeah, that's fair. I'm gonna give it an 8, but, but, but bear in mind that. This is something that wouldn't normally be in my comfort mm. zone, and I'm giving it an eight. Like, I think this is fan- it's it, fantastic. This is something I haven't had w- around for a while. Yeah, this kind of music. Yeah, um, AFI was the closest thing, and even before that, we're going back a good few years, 50, yeah, fifteen yeah, or so yeah, years yeah, since yeah. I've heard something. I mean, I think like I think the first half is is absolutely like rock solid. I think it's the second half where it loses me a little bit. Like okay. from pretty much once laughing, laughing abyss ends. It's like from from falling for an atom bomb to. I mean, the next song that I think is truly great is is Haunted Afterlife. I think it lands pretty well with Dead Enders. Yeah, but I'm just cool. saying, like, for, for personally, for me, there's a bit of a dip, but mm. in terms of, like, stellar 10 out of 10 quality, but it's yeah. a really, really good album. Yeah. So, um, you know, needless to say, that's a hearty recommendation yeah. from the two of us. Yeah. The 10 from Dylan and an 8 from me. Yeah, I just um, keep coming back to it, so. Yeah. If, if, you something, want, if something yeah. does that, then you got to yeah yeah, yeah I, sure I, I can't i can't whatever your personal problem i honestly is. can't can't combat myself with that <laughs> yeah all right great so um obviously that's a yeah as i said it's a seal of approval for uh mother blood by grave pleasures mm. just listen to it if you like yeah. singing along yeah. okay cool and then we'll do our last <laughs> if you like joy yeah death, this is our, our we'll, blood yeah exactly yes. we'll um we'll we'll run through and do our final new release yes this is a band from Antwerp, Belgium called Diablo Boulevard. Diablo Diablo. 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 Diablo Boulevard. Um, and their album Zero Hour. Mm. Take it away, Dylan. I love this album so much. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> it's so good. Um, huge guitars. Huge guitars. Um, best guitar production job I've heard since since lateralis by tool oh my god you must be joking easily it's is this is huge really it is huge with the combination of the bass and the guitar it's amazing yeah i think it caters to a certain in fairness like i think if i'd be disappointed if it didn't cater yeah as much as you'd want it to no i just i just funny you say with something it's not that something's something's missing what 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 are your quibbles it's how could you no i don't want to i don't want to go on with quibbles because i want i want i want you to first have your outpouring of enthusiasm so please what Mm. what you know obviously so you you're in love with the production job and do um the songwriting approach also uh yes quite a bit Mm. um it definitely takes stuff from music i wouldn't like too much and brings it to a realm they're inspired by. Okay. Um, like what? There's definitely, there's definitely a typo negative in there mm-hmm. mixed with, uh, mixed with, it's a bit of, there's a bit of, um, Metallica in there. A bit of oh, like, definitely. Lo- load, load era Metallica. Or like even sort of like Judas Priest, yeah. Black Sabbath. Which is why, um, James, James Hetfield's, um, uh, one of the streets he lived on, I think the street behind it was called Diablo Boulevard. Oh. And this is why that's called that. Okay. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, definitely a lot of like um Ramstein kind of rhythmic patterns yeah. going on. Even a little bit of Devin at his most sort of addicted style. Yeah. Like when Devin tries to go pop, that's there's yeah. a little bit of that there too. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Um yeah, it's very theatrical as well. Mm. Um but it, it can also be very serious. It's quite it's quite a serious album start to finish, I think. Like they don't yeah. 
I don't want to say there's no sense of fun, but, but it's like bo- it's bombastic. It's yeah, in, in its approach, it's very, it's yeah. quite po face. Like it's very serious. Like this is serious music. Yeah. Um, almost, you know what it reminds me of the most, which is weird because it's it's a very different album, but mm-hmm. it is is the hundredth album. Remember we covered that? Oh album, yeah, week yeah. one a little bit. I think uh, apart from those guitar hero moments, a lot of it is very reminds me of hundredth. Yeah. Um, um, but they do love those guitar hero moments. Like this is a hard album to piece out. It's like a, it's a jigsaw, definitely. Well, yeah, because you've got um, so the vocalist is of the in that kind of again a baritone mold, not quite in the same way that the singer from yeah. Grave Pleasures is, but like mm. he's got kind of a baritone rumble. Mm. Um, and I think when he when he when he when he takes the foot off the gas a little bit, I think it's wonderful in in like the in the verse of um, what's the uh, you know summer is gone and and the second to last song um, demon uh, no, sorry the future will do what it's told yeah you know I th- I think when when he when he when he like lays back a little bit I think it's really amazing okay I think it's amazing performs. either way I yeah I th- um, you know it, what get, what what doesn't get you about is his outward his his very outward approach mm. when he when he puts. The pedal de- to the metal. It just depend. It depends on the song, really. Like I think it really works on uh, mm-hmm. on "Sing from the Gallows." Yeah, and I think it it really works on um, "God in the Machine," a- "Animal," and like "Rats." I think mm-hmm. there's you know "God God in the Machine" to a certain extent as well. But I think this he has a little bit of a tendency to try and do the James Hetfield thing. You know, there's I think I think the whole band occasionally let lose the run of themselves a little bit to kind of. They, they 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 create a little they create a world for you to kind of like this let's say like a dystopian fantasy or whatever mm. and then out of the blue they'll just be like a whittly solo and he'll be like who you're okay. yeah. <laughs> do that sort not, of not to that extent not to exactly that extent but I'm exaggerating but yeah. what I'm sort of saying is that I I like when they keep it on an an even keel I'm often saying I wish bands would like turn it up and kind of go a little bit harder oh. whereas with this band I think they're at their best when they when they pull back you know when they halt like mm. like with brand new or whatever like the best parts yeah. moments are when they're yeah. what they're I, not I'd almost saying. exclusively disagree yeah but you but you see yeah, you obviously yeah. love when they go heavy yes that's your favourite part of the album so. it sounds amazing like <laughs> just have you put this through a speaker yeah yeah it's, yeah it's so good I I don't know what it is it's, it's got that, a huge rumble to it and it's very well paced I think yeah like they they give breaks in the album, of course. I like the breaks you're talking about when they pull back. Yeah, like on zero 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 yeah. zero. Um, yeah, and and some of the songs can stop and start at different points mm. and build up to an end point that is huge as well. That happens a little more in the late, later later cycle of the album. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the song, but uh, I think you're probably thinking of demonized. The future will do what it's told. That's There's a part at the end of that that is really good yeah like um kind of ramstein mine hurts brent kind of yeah there's very cool um yeah yeah they love yeah. their open chords in this band they do yeah like, there's, a, there's, a, open there's a lot of like but not that typical rhythm they, they're they very creative with with the rhythm rhythmic yeah. patterns almost like um almost like kind of kind of like ramstein were and still are um a bit of a bit of um Bit of Scan- a lot of Scandinavian bands. Oh, 100%. A lot of Scandinavian it's, it, bands. This could not have come from anywhere but, like, Europe. Like, <laughs> yeah. mainland Europe. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, what's the band I'm thinking of that, that are like this? Um, you know, any other bands that remind you of this from that era? From that like, era? the rith- some of the rhythmical qualities remind me a little bit of 
soul work or whatever but it's not it doesn't quite have that Gothenburg it's not heavy enough to be yeah. Gothenburg it has a bit has a weird kind of western feel to it right yeah at points it's very it is very influenced by American mm. metal as well yeah. you know yeah um, but I think the European parts are what gives it its uniqueness yeah I think yeah no there, there are definitely moments where this album is, is great I do think it suffers a little bit for being mm. um, non-native English speaker like I do think some of the lyrics are a little worn out you know like there's there's, no. there's, there's one like there's a chorus in one of the songs yeah. which is like you know you, you don't hear the sound it'll hit the ground they can't be found we, we live on a mound or something you know like these kind of simplistic mm. it, it, I just think the lyrics are back. I think the lyrics I don't think there's anything that bad I think the lyrics are a little bit stock at times that's you know uh, there's there's great moments as well but I think it wouldn't be one of the strong points it's rare that I, my ear tunes in and I kind of go oof but it did find the yeah. lyrics a I, th- bit I, think, I think I think this kind of music can sometimes call for that as well for just no bullshitting around this is just yeah 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 no I hear you I hear you for yeah. sure no I don't I, I, it's I, the cheese that you're bugging on right yeah, like a little bit. It's always the cheese. But there's no, and it works both ways. Like with with the heavy guitars and everything like that. I think sometimes it like on the opening track is a good example. I think the heaviness of the opening track is great, animal, and also I think there's some great lyrics on that track as well. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you want to kill the world, just turn the gun on yourself, which is just fucking badass. Lovely. Oh, it is. You know, so it, it works both ways. It it it's just certain times. I think it. It moves on the wrong side of the it's very slight. equation. It's very slight if there's anything mm. there. <laughs> it's, it's a longish album, right? Yeah, it's quite long. Really it's long. the longest album we covered this week, anyway. Yeah, that's surprising, considering yeah. how, how, I'm saying how how well-paced it is. How, very, right, how, yeah, how no, varied it is with yeah. songs you get. Yeah, no, it yeah. does does give you breathers and stuff like that when you need them. Yeah, ah, yeah. But if you were to get, if you know, again, for some reason in my mind, I've like put this up against the hundredth album, and I would pick the hundredth album every time. Yeah, I would not. But that's that's yeah. just like you and I, and that's the way our t- our tastes diverge. So, um, yeah. yeah, no, I'm so I'm gl- I mean, I'm really glad that you like stumble upon this because I, I I certainly think it's it's good. Yeah, I just don't think it's exceptional. I think it is. I think it's the most exceptional thing I've heard in a long while. And we just reviewed something. More that so, was that. More so than Azami? Um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so close. It's so close. Because that was bite-sized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say if that had a full album, I would. I might have quibbles. Okay. Um, this is the nearest thing I've given a 10 to besides that and the other one. Are you going to give today. this a 10? Mm. <laughs> See, I have less wrong with it than... Than like things we than grave pleasures. Well, you just like, gave that a ten, so you. Got, I know. Well, I, logically, you got to give this a ten. Logically, I would. <laughs> um, I don't think zero 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 works too well from from my liking. The um, the the ballad. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, God, I'm gonna give this a nine. Oh, yeah. cool. All right, that's fine. But it's basically a ten. Like <laughs> it's right, basically it's a ten point nine nine. Yeah. All right, cool. I, I'm gonna give it a seven. But if you like huge guitars. With thundering rhythms, this is it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sing from Gallows is my pick. Yeah, sing from Gallows. Yeah, yeah. That's you too. The cannon fire. Oh, that's when the album got me. Yeah. Um, except for the start, I'm not too sure if I like the start too much. The Hall of the Mountain Kings kind of thing they did. They kind of did a kind of did that, but before before it went into the full rhythm. Uh, I'd have yeah. to like listen to it again to fully recall, but I just love that dum dum dum. Yeah, um, very cool. The future will do what it's told. Yeah, good song too. Yes, 
Great. Okay. Well, that's um, Diablo 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 Boulevard yeah. uh, from Antwerp. Mm-hmm. If you like the sound of yeah. a '80s synthy gothy, yeah. but also hyped up yeah. Red Bull metal chuggy. I wouldn't say Red Bull. Say other bands from Denmark actually do Ad- that. Adrenaline fueled, like fuel. caffeinated. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's like yeah. yeah, it's like high high octane uh, chugging riffs. Then that's Diablo Boulevard from Antwerp. So cool. Yeah, uh, that's the last new release that we're going through this week. Mm-hmm. We've done all five of them. Mm. So now we're just going to take a look back. Four years? Where are we going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the world of Gaga. The world of Gaga. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I, I, I suggested this one. God. Because I think this album has been criminally, oh. catastrophically overlooked. Yes. Besides the singles, the even, rest. Even so, really. The only the applause only single of this album that made an impact was applause. And I've heard that in a lot of places. <laughs> but I even did... I've heard it at the start of, at the start of E3. I've heard it at various things outlets. Mm. It I goes still everywhere. think it didn't make as much of a splash. If you think about applause in terms of so yeah, so obviously this is art pop by Lady Gaga. Mm. Um, if you think of the impact of her singles, think of Just Dance, mm-hmm. think of Poker Face, Born This Way, uh, Bad Romance, yeah. Judas, uh, or even Edge of Glory. Like those mm. songs were just mega, 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 yeah. absolutely everywhere for a long, long time. Uh, uh, Alejandro is another one, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then Applause. Pretty, I mean, this album sort of came and went with a bit of a whimper. Applause was around for a while. It was around for about six weeks, and then it yeah. was just gone. And yeah. it's not. And then it's not the song that people go back to when they yeah. think of Lady Gaga. For me, it is. But oh, for me, it is too. But for me, this album is just everything I ever wanted from a Lady Gaga album, and everything that I never thought I would get. Mm-hmm. So, like, did you did you have any? I mean, like, where did you stand on Gaga when it was happening at the start? At the start. Didn't think much of it. Okay, yeah, and fair. I grew to her because of this album. Okay, so yeah. was this this was our papa's one you kind of got yeah, on board? And I haven't liked anything since this album, so right. that's where I stand. Right, yeah. So um, Connor Toll, who is a very dear friend of mine, um, was a very, very, very early adopter of Gaga, even before the fame came out. Yeah. Um, so my introduction to her was through, obviously, like the fame album which i listened to just to death because mm. it was just like a thing it was just like a thing in my friend group sure. and then also her um her pre-release b-sides and stuff like that oh yeah oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 interesting um the stuff that the original stuff that she did with space cowboy not uh as stephanie germanata she did uh you know you know do you know her sort of um her bluesy piano I ballads do. I like do. they're very cool that's what she did exclusively to begin with yeah i like that stuff quite a bit actually. yeah and she's never fully let that go she has at least one of those tracks on every album mm-hmm. but um it was just it was just this very rare merging of 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 top quality pop songwriting, incredibly good production at somebody with a great ear for electronics. Yeah. You know, uh, but, but but also feeling as though it had been written by a human being. Yeah, this definitely has like a a, a genius to it. Yeah, it's got okay. it's like it's got a beating human heart at the center of all this synthetic stuff yeah. that goes around it. It's, it's 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 clever. Yeah. Even even when it pretends it isn't. It is. Yes, that's yeah. the thing, and that that's and that's why it's called art pop. Yeah. But anyway, I thought she, I thought she, she, I thought they followed up the fame with the, with that EP. The fame monster was ph- phenomenal, mm-hmm. and then I I had lost all hope with the Born This Way album. I thought it was total garbage. She she she'd gone. I think she sort of tried to go down the route of the of pure eighties mm. worship, and it didn't work at all. No. So so uh, that's why I had no hopes when this came out. I sort of went, oh, it's just going to be more of the same. Okay. And it wasn't like this. 
what would you say are the main musical touchstones on art pop? Uh, musical touchstones. That's the thing about being poppy and being very musically diverse. Yeah. Like, our favorite song in an applause is verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. But the outshining moments, it's, it's almost like it shines with the experimental moments as well. Mm. And I don't know why that is the case. It's such a great name for the album, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's like, that's what it is. It yeah. is, it's like artistic yeah. pop music. It's like, it's like artistically um, sound. Yeah. It's pop music with integrity. Like, yeah. they, like they, they draw on, they draw on Justice. Justice with Ara. Yeah. Especially Ara. I hear a lot of Nero also. Yeah. In terms of that, like, what what is the biggest, buzziest, most satisfying synthesizer yeah. we can put on this yeah. track and can yeah. we multiply it by yeah. 10 yeah let's <laughs> twist all the knobs while we're moving this in live yeah, yeah. and also just um something that i didn't know mm-hmm. before but do you know like the whole genre of rupaul uh music oh yeah like that kind of like catwalk music yeah does does it, it it's like this is that done to a way higher standard yeah as like, i said let's go back and do do one, do one of rupaul's albums well maybe <laughs> i mean first one i've only heard, i only know certain songs but like first one. it was something that i never at the time I, I had no context of at all but now having like just lived in the world for mm. a little bit longer now i'm more aware of, yes. of what that music is and stuff yes like, once you've experienced sex dreams in venus you know and that's the thing as well there's like the, on, on sex dreams there's that like um that sort of slap bass mm. in the chorus that's in a lot of this actually yeah yeah um, yeah i think um i'll go out with my favorite song actually sure. uh Fucking um, fashion. Fashion's great, and that's 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 a. I think that's a tribute to Bowie. That's you know, in a small perfect. way. Yeah, no, no, yeah, in a huge way, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, tributes to Bowie are not too great, but uh, <laughs> um, this one is so good. Like our onstage one's not too great, but this is a really good song. Yeah, fashion's great. I love that. It's like because the couplet of Donatella mm-hmm. and and fashion. It's like on Donatella. It's it's the it's the ugly face of the fashion industry and and it's it's basically a massive piss take of the people who take it all so seriously mm-hmm. and then right after that you get fashion which is where she sort of says well this is what fashion means to me like this is something i care about and something that can be a positive force in the world yeah and it, i just think it's cool that she can you know she can approach things lyrically similar things from different from different perspectives mm-hmm. on the same album yeah and fashion is just a great fun yeah. song it, it's an incredibly personal album and it isn't all at once. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like she, she identifies as a man in, in loads of the songs. Oh like yeah, I remember that. On Gy and on yeah. Gypsy, you know, yeah. she's she just she has this gender bending. That's like I say, Bowie esque um, androgynous persona. Yeah, which is great. And then she's like hyper feminine and hyper masculine at the same yeah. time. <laughs> I really like when this album gets funky. Yes, very subtly funky because the bass is impeccable. Yeah. Um. No, not not quite like not quite like the um the gritty thumping Les Claypool does, but right. in the um, more Jamiroquai way of it's so airtight yeah. and compressed. You get that on the, the on the opening track, Aura, as well. Yeah. Um, it, you know, uh, it, it, it's... I, I don't know who you could compare it to, um, but that verse almost has, like, a a glitched-out, like, video game soundtrack feel to it. Yeah. But then, But then you do get that impeccable bass just coming through underneath. Yeah, glitch tune music. It, yeah, it to- yeah, it's yeah. Totally chip that. tune, chip almost tune, yeah. feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then on top of it, it's just it's got to be one of the best. I, that's what I love about it. It's it's almost feels like this moment in history that will never be repeated, where um, all of the best producers Parts. were focused on creating an album that somebody with artistic integrity who knows how to write songs well and also knows how to collaborate with people. It's like they know? all had like 
a day each for one song. Like Almost. G- Gaga was there. The producers were there the next yeah. few days. Back and forth. Back. There's a lot. Of, it seems like there was a lot of back and forth with had to get this album right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, like, but it had the time and attention and like the budget that it deserved. Where you don't. That's yeah. Mu- like musically speaking, albums can be you know ten out of ten. But I think you do need a certain you do need a certain amount of production value to get the, t- the 10 out of 10 on the production side. Yeah. This album is honestly is such a joy to listen to. Yeah. I and mean, if you've got a good set of headphones, it's an album that's this well produced is mm. an experience that you don't get very often. Yeah. Like Diablo Boulevard, for example, <laughs> that's but, debatable, but yeah. no, you know, you know um, what I'm it saying? It's just, it's, it's yeah. just sounds in, in, it just sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's fantastic. I think Marina and the Diamonds has done this as well, but to a lesser extent. Yeah. Where it's 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 like singer songwriter chops and serious chops meets um meets fantastic electronic music and pop music and rock yeah. music production. But no no one's no one's um second guessing her ideas, I think. No. No one's taking full control out of her hands, which is great. Um, like because then because then you get because you hear that all over everything else she's done. This, so, yeah. I think this is her finally, and sadly, the last time we've heard her. Well, in yeah, because of her Joanne, music. I, I, I mean, as like as solid an album as Joanne is, the most recent one, it's okay. like it's it's just her being Stephanie Germanotta and her sitting at the piano for the whole thing. Yeah, and that's it. But this is her in this is that person in the Gaga, yeah, realm doing the best that persona can. This is yeah, this is her. This is Gaga in like the synthetic, mm-hmm. the beautiful synthetic universe. Yeah. Um. And you wouldn't get songs like Swine if you, if she didn't have full creative control because, no, no. like, that's just, you know, the lyrical content would just be your typical sort of, you know, DJ turn the music it up would and be. get another drink yeah. in or whatever. Whereas, I thought like, that was a bit of, bit of a, like, typical raver, Swine. But, uh... But, the, but lyrically is what... That's what makes know, it so know, brilliant. It's like, it's all about just these disgusting, like, you know, the, the sort of... Uh, egregiousness of how perverted people can be in the uh, with a what we know, like, minds notice in, to what, in, their own yeah in the pop world or whatever I think it's kind of it's sort of meant yeah. to be a commentary on just how overly sexualized a lot of um, pop music is or at least it, it paints the world to be yeah where they, people have to apologize for being too sexy well yeah, yeah. exactly or, or and it's and, and the, the sort of provocativeness that's peddled and stuff in, in a lot of pop music and it's just it's just great that she can tackle stuff like that like there's these diverse issues mm-hmm. in songs that are like as catchy, you know. Yeah, and uh, and make it all sound like it's it's personal and yeah. It's a fun album. It's such a fun album. Yeah, it's like, really. It's fun. an adventure. It's and it's a long one as well. It's a really long album. Is but it? Yeah, I don't even. I never even noticed. 15, 15 songs. Oh wow! It's 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 a full hour. I I never noticed it. It just goes like by like that for yeah. me because it's so varied. But I like I like piecing from it mm. so much as yeah. well. Like like. The, the end starts as well yeah, and you can go from end to beginning beginning to end yeah because, it, because uh, it, yeah. like in, in a manner that you very rarely see it ends with the big single yeah that's that's almost yeah. unheard of um, yeah a few, a, few, a few bands we've touched upon today do that I won't hark back to them again but I feel that yeah. I, I, I like the way that, that gives a lot more to the replayability Right, because you're like you, you know you're kind of hanging on for that and I think Gypsy yeah. is it would, would have made a fantastic closer yeah. anyway you know, because she's she's yeah. just. I think she's got a great sense of like, she, you know, she knows when to put a wall up and to present you with a fake character. But when she's speaking yeah. from the heart, it's also really obvious. Mm. Yeah, I think I think um, a lot of, a lot of artists I like recently mm. that have come even sooner than Gaga recently, like like um, Grimes, 
yeah. has a lot to thank for for what Gaga has put into the pop world. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. And I think but it's... In far as having like a person, like characters and personas and personalities yeah, yeah, in the yeah. pop world. Yes. Because you see that all over the place in the metal world, Marilyn Manson and stuff, but... Yeah, and not to yeah. go back again, but like, you know, and Bowie did do that as well. Yeah. Um, like, like Gaga has to thank Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Grimes was... has to thank uh, Gaga. Gaga, yeah, yeah, yeah. Manson has to thank Bowie, so... Yeah. But yeah, no, and she... And what I love about Gaga as well is like she... You, we know, like we know from... Um, interviews and and her just general fashion sense that she is a big fan of metal mm-hmm. as well and I think she's Iron Tro- she's yeah Iron Maiden and stuff I think she's Trojan horsed horsed a lot of that into this album yeah. you know because you know there there are there are like full on guitar moments on this mm-hmm. album I think uh, the main culprit being uh, manicure there's like a full on like ripping guitar solo towards yeah. the end and I think recently she's had like. I think, I think in some albums recently she's had some guitarists like Jack White and Josh Homme come in new stuff yeah not to a well extent but it's there she has a respect for our world yeah. but much in the same way that Nero have respect for um, for the rock world like yeah. this album it uses synthetic elements and artificial elements to create yeah. dark evil you can master this album you can mm. you can and she even like, is, she fully like she she lets rip a couple times like, oh you're live live like yeah some serious, some serious and on records like there's yeah. uh, on, on Swine and on um, on Do What You Want even although I suppose like on, you know unfortunately it, it turns out that R. Kelly is really genuinely a scumbag he is um <laughs> still, it's still a great song. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, but do, I, I think I like some R. Kelly fantastic. songs. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just think I, I like got, some. I like some Rick James songs too. Silly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to like give the man any any credit or anything like that. But I do what you want is a solid, very, very solid song and, and a really good single. Um, which actually, as I, I I failed to mention earlier, probably had an equal impact to applause. Okay. In in terms of like as a single, yeah, I would say it's actually almost had a bigger impact than applause. But um, fair enough. Um, I I'm not too keen on that song, the Arcadia song. Oh, do what you want. I think it's great. The only song I I don't like. But it's on overshadowed. This... Sorry. Yeah, no, it is overshadowed. But I still every time it comes on, it's a nice surprise for me. But I think Jewel, I think Jewels and Drugs is the oh so good sore thumb. You like it? I, I, no, I, I I do actually like it. Quite oh, a bit. really? Okay, yeah. interesting. Well, as opposed to like what we just discussed, there uh, was the Arcadia song. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I, I think it's that was a cool change. I think it sticks out like a mm. like a sore thumb. I really I really don't think it belongs there. But yeah. that's fair. It's just me. Well, when we were talking about ten and ten albums that are like this, yeah, like it, it's there's so many albums I would call a ten out of ten album that always have an irksome bit to it. Oh no! Like this is a ten out of ten, and I think Jules and Drugs like, like on another release would be a good song like, it's just I, I think the irksome moments yeah. don't seem quite right are what gives 10 out of 10 of album, album's character yeah like, even Nevermind has it fucking, fucking Nevermind has it and Great Pleasures had it yes with, with, with Atomic um, Atomic Christ Christ yeah it almost it almost humanises the it like it, nothing can be totally perfect but among all the crazy goodness yeah like you you, you understand yeah like, so for you that's do what you want for me yeah. it's deals and drugs Um, it's just it's just kind of a random like almost sort of it sort of predates trap but it's almost like a kind of trap hip hop yeah. um, rap extravaganza I guess it's just something she wanted to do which is oh, great fine. applaudable <laughs> and it, it actually ends quite well also yeah, it, but yeah. yeah there's just so much wonderful what I love is that it's it's not it's not pure 80s worship what it does is it takes a lot of the songwriting philosophy of the 80s mm. and just like turns the clarity and production yeah. values up to like 25 like, I hope she can go back to something like this yeah it's a little 
probably a bit too far gone now because I heard a single that came out in April and it's not very good. I don't think it'll ever happen again. It's, it's interchangeable with anything I've heard. Yeah, I think she's moved on. I think I think the world has moved on, unfortunately, because this would have come at the height or maybe just at the slight tail end of like dubstep and bro step. Yeah. And, and oh yeah, EDM, yeah. It was and definitely EDM number. and that stuff is out of fashion. It was now. in the realm. Um, and but th- we say that we say that, and it keeps coming back in different ways. It, yeah, it, it, it no, does. it does, it does, and and, and you know, we, you never know. But I don't think it'll ever sound as fresh as it does here. Yeah. You know, because this is because, like I said before, it's a moment in time where everyone's creative energies and talents were focused on the electronic realm, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily the case anymore. Mm. Um, so for something like this to happen where they gave her complete songwriting freedom, but also people were, you know, the, the talent was there to help her realize that vision in this way. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen again. Yeah. But I'm, hope, I'm glad I'm, it exists. I'm, hopeful. I'm, hopeful. I'm glad it exists because it's her best work by a mile. Yeah, it's out there. It happened. So yeah. And she's still a great musician with other stuff, I guess. Yeah, no, she is. And she's, she'll, she will always remain a great songwriter and a great vocalist. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, here those two things got channeled through yeah. another thing that I like. This album reminds me a lot of what Amanda Palmer got to do with um, the one we reviewed. Oh, um, uh, the Freakland. Grand Theft Orchestra. That yeah. yeah. What's what's that? Uh, the uh, theater is evil. Theater is evil. Yep, that's um, right. But yeah, she got to find where she got to do like a grand gesture. What she wanted to do. This, this see what I mean? That's going back to that. That's why I appreciate that album so much as well. Yeah, and I like I like these. They feel like event, you know, they feel like event albums. Like mm-hmm. this was her big transmedia moment and mm-hmm. it just worked beautifully. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh so you know, we'll you know, we'll we'll live in hope, but yeah. I'm I'm just it's Plenty it, of artists like Ryan's still doing Yeah. Still good stuff, so. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and we'll cover any new material that comes yeah. from yeah, either yeah. of those artists um in the very near future so oh, yeah. that that's been another long holy moly long episode oh, of, fuck. Um, of kill shuffle but thank you very much for joining with us and sticking with us yeah mm. and i guess we will catch you we're taking a very short um couple of weeks hiatus just because yeah. uh i i ain't got no time i gotta film some films yeah we'll, we'll be back with with um i'd say a, a rapid fire episode yeah possibly some big some big things we might need to cover but we need to be intentionally rapid fire to get all of it done yeah so look forward to that yeah and in the meantime you've got two episodes in one weekend so let's let's hold in our two weeks of uh, (laughs) a certain band that did a certain white album recently come back let's see yeah oh god and okay well we'll talk to you then and in the meantime take care of yourselves and each other bye